Happy holidays. We're in week 17. We just came through a nice little Christmas break. We avoided a Thursday night game, and we got a loaded uh, Sunday <laughs> slate. So, David, Javi, happy holidays. How you guys doing? Hey, doing good, man. It's the day after Christmas. I had uh, three days of presents. I went to <laughs> five different houses and ate five different meals. It was a long, long break for me and i'm ready to get back to the grind not going back to work just looking at dfs stuff but how about you javi how was your holiday uh, it was good man i was ever since puerto rico i haven't been home so it was a little over two weeks that i was out of about and it was so good to be home as of yesterday so it was great let's uh I, unfortunately i had to go back to work today but uh let's let's do some dfs work yeah i had to go to work as well so just want to congratulate uh, David Jones on getting a microphone for Christmas. So we should hear his voice nice and clear. And then, you know, RIP to Avi's laptop. He spilled some coffee in it. So he's working off an iPad tonight. So hopefully you guys hear us and we're going to get through this slate. It's a different type of slate. You know, fair warning. There's a lot of low over-unders. There's a lot of games that are meaningless. There's a lot of question marks still. We're doing this on Thursday night. And we got word that a couple teams are going to rest some starters, but there's no full confirmations on who's playing, who's not playing. Things will shake out on the schedule. It's something you got to kind of look at and see where there might be possible pivots if things kind of shake one way or another. Um, but we got a loaded slate. So let's get started. We got Chicago and Minnesota as one of the first games of the slate. It's a low total. Um, Dave, you're going to pretty much give us a breakdown which games are meaningless, which games aren't. So what are we looking at here first and foremost for Chicago and Minnesota? Who's playing for what now? Yeah, so the Vikings, they've clinched their playoff spot. They're not the division winner, but they're going to be sitting, uh, let's see, they're locked into number six seed. So they can't catch the Seahawks or the 49ers. So Minnesota is going to be heading to play the number three seed. Um, it could be a rematch against the Packers, but uh, we'll just have to wait and see. So pretty much what that means is the Vikings can't get better or worse in their playoff seeding, and Chicago's, you know, out of it anyways. So this isn't a game I'm targeting. I would uh, look over at the Minnesota Minnesota defense, if anything, but I also think that they're going to be pulling some starters in the second half. So it's a game that I'm probably avoiding overall. Javi, do you see anything differently here? No, I'm uh, I'm off this game as a whole. Um, I think Minnesota is just the rest of both offense and defense, so I'm not trusting their defense either. Uh, I'm off of it, though. As a Let me just pose one question to you guys. Um, not a guy I played all year long, not a guy that I endorse. Um, but Mitchell Trubisky is popping in some projection models. He's 5.7 on DK. If Minnesota's resting some people, if you need value, how do you feel about Trubisky? He's pretty much one of the lowest guys on both sides. On Fandle, he's 7.4. You know, I would prefer Trubisky over Robert Griffin III, which we'll talk about a little bit later. I'd probably, you know, prefer him over Brett Hudley, who's in that range as well. How do you guys feel about him as a GPP only dart throw against a Minnesota defense that might be potentially resting some starters? I'm probably not going to do it. I mean, we've got 15 games this week and uh, Mitchell Trubisky is not going to be one of the 30 quarterbacks I can choose from that I play. He's definitely not going to be on a, a main team of mine. And I also I don't play offenses against Minnesota, whether or not they're they're resting their uh their starter so i don't think i'm gonna do it jay javi are you gonna take a dart throw no i i, I see a, a 17 uh point total for the bears playing in minnesota i don't like it um 
The only thing I might consider is the Bears' defense because um, it's looking like Sean Mannion, who I've never even heard of in my life. Um, and looking at his stats, it's not very good. I might just take a dart throw at the Bears' defense. I mean, they could grow on me a little bit more, but that's about it. Other than that, no. No Mitchell Trubisky for me. No thanks. All right, I just wanted to bring it up just as a deep GPP throw, maybe on a million maker lineup or something like that. But, you know, this next game is not two teams that are making the playoffs, but I have this as the highest total game or one of the highest total games on the slate. It's Winston versus Ryan. Jameis is not a quarterback that I would start a franchise with. I'm glad he's not on my team. But for DFS purposes, the dude's been averaging 25 to 30 points. He has 40-point upside. He can throw three picks and still, you know, win you a bunch of money. Uh, James Rocker made a smart play uh, during the Saturday slate, and he actually played Winston against the Houston defense and had both sides. So every time he threw a pick, he got Houston points. Every time he threw a touchdown, he got Winston points, and that's what won him $10,000. So <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing that here. I think you just want to target Winston maybe with O.J. Howard or maybe with this dude Watson who's really cheap on both sides. And then on the backside of things, I think it's Matt Ryan to Julio or Matt Ryan to Hooper. Julio's been limited in practice. If he plays, I think he's a top five wide receiver. If he doesn't play, um, DJ's boy Russell Gage is definitely going to be in play as one of the best values of the slate. And I think Hooper is pretty much safe either way as well. So, DJ, you're from Atlanta. How do you feel about this? Yeah, um, I think both of these teams are going to let their starters play it out. I know they're not playing for anything, but I haven't heard that they're sitting anybody. Do you really want to, you know, run Julio up and down the field and, and just work his legs off and risk injury? No, you really don't. But you can risk it with Russell Gage. I don't know if risk injury is the right word with him. Maybe get him more acclimated to the offense and and see if he can have a big game against his terrible Tampa Bay secondary. So I do like Russell Gage. There's no way I'm going back to Freeman. It's hard to run on Tampa bay and on the other side yeah winston has a good matchup and he can explode at times he uh, i i don't hate that play as a quarterback he's not my top guy right now and then uh what, what's going on with chris godwin i see a hamstring thing i know he didn't play uh recently but he, he's probably not playing right yeah he's not i thought he was done yeah. I, I was shocked for you even to say that but well he's, he's like questionable he, on FanDuel right now yeah it looks like he the report he says he was spotted on the field during Thursday's practice, um, non-participant. He's done. He's not. I playing. thought he was done for the year, but maybe you know, maybe he comes out. If he comes out, that changes things. That bumps Winston for me, and then I kind of discredit the entire wide receiving core. And you might have to play Godwin, but I doubt he plays. Oh, yeah. you think he's playing? No, I don't think so. I think they're just—they have nothing to play for. I don't see why they would play him. So yeah, I think he's—I think he's shut down. Um, what Tampa Bay guys do you like, Javi? Oh, man, I don't I, I don't think – I mean, the last guy standing really really is Perriman and Justin Watson, and I hate to stack Winston with that. Uh, I like this game, like Jay said. It's not my favorite game to stack together, um, but I think I like O.J. Howard the best with Jameis if I'm going to pick somebody. Um, he's still priced pretty down. Yes, he's invisible for 14 weeks this year pretty much. Um, but he's come alive pretty much the, the last few weeks. So I do like O.J. Howard. He's my favorite play. But I, I don't think I'm going to have much ownership in this game, surprisingly. Um, it's, it's just risky. And Atlanta defense it has been a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Tampa Bay also the last five weeks has been a little bit better. Um, they're a top run defense, as you mentioned. So I don't know. I think this is a trap game to to kind of um, play into, but I'm going to have a, a good fair share of O.J. Howard on this. Yeah, I think initial thoughts for me as well was Howard, but when I look at the slate and I look at the rest of the games, I think I want Tyler Higby locked in all my lineups. Um, so we'll get to Higby later. I think Watson at 6100 on FanDuel, and I think he's like $4,500 on DraftKings as well. I think he's the guy that if I do go Winston in those lineups, it's probably going to be uh, with Watson just due to the fact that he's cheap and due to the fact that I really like um, you know Higby in the later game. But I think you got to get some action. It's the highest over for you know for this uh, this entire slate. So I think you got to target it um, with at least a couple spots here. But there are other games. DJ, give us a breakdown of this New Orleans Carolina. Do the Saints have anything to play for? I see reports here that Breeze is dealing with you know some kind of issues to his knee, but he practiced on Thursday. What do you see happening with New Orleans? Please give us a breakdown. Do they have anything to play for at this point? So they've clinched their playoff spot, and they're the division winner. Uh, here's a couple scenarios. So I'm reading this off, off of a, a CBS Sports page. They break it down nice. I should give them some credit. But uh, let's see. The Saints are rooting for the Vikings on Monday night and, and the Seahawks on Sunday night. If New Orleans beats the Panthers, Minnesota beats Green Bay, Bay Seattle beats San Fran, the Saints would be the number one seed. So they need a lot of stuff to happen here. Um do they need to win? Yes. Against the Panthers, yeah. They got to they gotta win here. So uh, they're going to be going after it. They're not going to rest their guys unless they're up, you know, 21 points late in the fourth. Michael Thomas just broke the single-season reception record uh, all-time for NFL, which I think is just amazing, especially since he didn't have Drew Brees for half the season. I mean, what a stud. No reason to not go back to him here. I know he just broke the record. Sometimes you get off him, but they need to win here. And they also want he also wants to put this more out of reach, I think. I, I love him on DraftKings. On FanDuel, he's great too. I like him on DraftKings more because he's going to be targeted for receptions as opposed to in the red zone. If he's open in the red zone, which you can't guard Mike, he probably is. You can still play him. Obviously, he's he's probably the best receiver in the league right now. Um, and then I'm not going back to, well, let's see. McCaffrey against New Orleans, he's got to get, what, 65 yards to get the uh, receiving yards to get into the 1,000-thousand club. Um, but that's still, even 65 through the air doesn't do it. I don't think I'm going to McCaffrey, but I will go back to one of these Saints running backs. And Alvin Kamara and Lat Murray are both sitting here. So we, there was a game earlier in the season where everyone wanted to get on, everyone wanted to get on Kamara because he was in a smash spot, and I said, get on Lat Murray. And Lat Murray took half the carries and got in the end zone. I think it can be a Lat Murray week again. Going against Carolina, you have to take one of these New Orleans running backs. One of them is going to score. Lat Murray is the guy who <laughs> did Hoppy just get upset? No, I'm coughing. Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> oh, I, I thought I was going to do it to you again. <laughs> so I just, Lat Murray, he's a goal line back too. Kamara's more of a pass catching back. He looked good last week, but it was a great matchup. Whatever. Look, I like, I like Lat Murray at the price more than Kamara because you target these Carolina backs. If I make 10 teams, I'll do five with Lat Murray, two with Kamara. Um, and those are really the guys I'm looking at to target uh, through this game. I'm not on any of the quarterbacks, really. It's it's the big guns, Thomas and the Saints running backs. Uh, Javi, how, how do you see this? Uh, I think it's I think it's Kamara. I mean, really, uh, I think what it boils down to, and correct me if I'm wrong, DJ, if, if the Packers win at one, then they, they clinch the number two seed no matter what. So 
Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, is that is that correct? And they play at the same time as the Saints, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't think they're going to go all out. I think they're going to beat Carolina by 30 points. Uh, obviously, they have to get there first. So I think, you know, the Saints' defense is in play. I think they'll be one of my top defenses uh, for this. Alvin Kamara, though, I, I'm choosing him over Latimer. I just think Murray doesn't get enough volume, and Kamara broke his streak of touchdownless games, so um, he he's 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 in play. I, I think we're missing out on Christian McCaffrey. Um, yeah, he's eleven thousand on Fanduel. He's the most expensive back, clearly, but his last six games, he's seen fifteen targets, ten targets, twelve targets, thirteen targets, nine and fourteen targets. He's like a receiver. I mean, yeah, he's not going for killer yards, but I mean, he hit over a hundred. Over 115 yards with Will Greer in his first start last week. I think Greer's just going to dump it off to him again. I think he's in a smash spot, even though it's against the Saints' number one run defense. So I, I like McCaffrey. I think he's going to go very under-owned and more under-owned than normal because they're playing against the Saints. So um, I'm going to have a good share of McCaffrey. Uh, I know you didn't really touch too much on that, but I, I think he's in a he's in a good spot, and I think we're, Will Greer is going to target him 20 times this game. So. Let, let me uh, jump in real quick, too, Javi. Uh, so the Saints would need the Packers to win and the 49ers to beat the Seahawks in Week 17 for them to land in the number two seed. If a ton of other things go right, like if the if the Vikings win and uh, Saints beat Panthers and Minnesota beats Green Bay and Seattle beats San Fran, then they'd get number one. So they're probably looking at a, a number two seed here, and they, and they need a, a little bit of help from the Packers. Yeah, and the and I, I just don't think the Lions are going to beat the Packers and no, they know not. that. They yeah. know that. So I think I don't think the Saints are going to go balls to the wall. I think it's 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 as weird as it sounds, and it's not going to be liked by the industry. Uh, I like McCaffrey the most in this game. I just okay. think it's uh, you know Kamara and Murray. They're in the best spot because when all else fails, you put the the running back going against Carolina's run defense. But for me, I think McCaffrey just with all these targets is just ridiculous. So. Um, yeah, it's eleven thousand. Yeah, it's expensive. It's a good chunk of money, but give me McCaffrey. <coughs> I'm gonna vote no on McCaffrey personally, but I like the Saints D. Nice I think the Saints D are probably the safest play. <laughs> DJ Moore also has a concussion and he didn't practice on Thursday, so Moore is out. Um, I still probably wouldn't go to Samuel, even though he's cheap. Uh, I just don't have no faith in Greer. And for 11K, I know he, you know, McCaffrey did his thing. He still found a way. But I just can't, with any other quarterback, if it was Kyle Allen still out there, I just don't. I don't know. I don't know if he's better with him or without him. I know he got 24 points on FanDuel, you know, with Greer versus Indianapolis. I think the Saints D is better. And I think if DJ Moore is out, I think he's going to target McCaffrey and just let everybody else beat him but him, and I don't think anybody else can beat him. So he's at 11K, I think he's a little too expensive. He has a safe floor. He's not going to go under, like, 15 to 20 points. But I think it's a lot to pay for at 11K. And some other, some other backs that I like that I think can do the job. One guy I do like a lot, which I think will outscore McCaffrey, and he's $3,000 cheaper, comes in the next game. I think Aaron Jones, dude has 19 touchdowns already, very quietly, nobody – even knows about it. Uh, I think he gets 20 pretty easily in this game. I think he gets 100 yards. He's $8,000 on FanDuel. I think the Packers stomp the the Lions here. 
Um, Rodgers is in play. He's probably one of the better, you know, quarterbacks of the slate. But I think they're going to land on the, the run game here more because, you know, Detroit's not going to be able to score much. The Packers' defense with Aaron Jones is my top play of this game. I think it's a good correlation stack. Um, DJ, how you see it? Yeah, that makes a makes a lot of sense. Especially, I like Jones more too because Williams went down, and Williams is a he's questionable this week. I'm not so sure he plays, and he's a, a number two back that I respect a lot. So if he's going to even get Williams volume, I do like that too, albeit a small volume. But Green Bay have they clinched a playoff spot? Yes. Are they a division winner? Yes. Um, if the Packers went out here, they can get the number one overall seed. If the 49ers lose to the Seahawks, however, San Fran has a head-to-head tiebreak over the Packers. If they win in Week 17, the best the Packers can do is the number two seed in the NFC. Um, so Green Bay's, yeah, they're going to need to win here. They should beat Detroit rather easily. I think Aaron Jones is a great play. But the thing about Detroit defense is you can run on them and you can throw on them. So Devontae Adams looks just like in a phenomenal spot. All the other Green Bay wide receivers have not been very good. You actually have Alan Lazard, who's stepped up as the number two the past three weeks, but he's questionable with an ankle right now. I think you go to the big dogs in a game they need to win, and that's Aaron Jones, and that's going to be Devontae Adams. And I'm not really interested on anyone else on Green Bay. Um, and as far as Detroit goes, I, I just I don't see myself getting there with a, a quarterback that hasn't looked good the past couple weeks. Um, and and their wide receiving core. Yeah, Kenny Galladay, he's a clear number one. He gets targeted heavily there. He's got a touchdown in three of the four past weeks, so that's a guy, but he's priced a little too high, and he's not getting in the end zone twice, I don't think. So just give me Adams, give me Jones, and then give me whatever hobby tells me I missed. <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think that's it. I'm going to have a, a few lineups with Rodgers, Jones, and, and Devontae Adams. That's it. And then uh, I'll put McCaffrey in there too, and then I'll swim in money and send it to Jay so he's mad and sad. <laughs> and the Green Bay defense is is for cheap too, so I think they're in play. You know, more so on DraftKings. I think they're three thousand on DraftKings if I remember correctly, at thirty five hundred. I wrote them up. I think they're pretty. You know, three K on DraftKings. I think they're probably you know top one, top two, top three defense. I'll be kind of targeting them a lot. Um, as far as my DraftKings defense. Not on so, FanDuel. Uh, next FanDuel, game. FanDuel, they're 4,800. Yeah, FanDuel, no. On DraftKings, you know, I'm going to attack them. On FanDuel, I'll probably go and go with uh, the Steelers defense, who is really, really, really cheap. So, next game, not much here for me in this game at all. Um, DJ will break down, you know, what's going on here. But either way, it looks like it's going to be cold, possibly snowing or raining in Buffalo. It's got one of the lowest, you know, over-unders. It's 36 and a half. You know, I wrote up my cheat sheet today. Nobody from this game is going to be, you know, on my sheet. I doubt they're going to be on any of your sheets. Um, you can check out the sheets. The projection models have all been updated on winddailysports.com. But, DJ, give us a breakdown on Buffalo. I believe they have nothing to play for here. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe their starters play a quarter or two at best. But if the weather's bad, too, I'm completely off this game regardless. And, you know, maybe you want to target a defense here if the weather's really bad. But outside of that, it's a total avoid spot for me. What do you got, DJ? Well, first I'm going to remind you that uh, 13 weeks ago, or 17 weeks ago, sorry, I was looking at the wrong thing, that I told you the Buffalo Bills are going to make the playoffs. And I put a Super Bowl <laughs> bet in on the Buffalo Bills, and you told me I was crazy. And now I'm going to start hedging that bet out and getting some money. But, yes, you're right. 
The Bills, they don't have anything to play for. They've clinched their spot. Are they a division winner? No. They're going to be the number five in the AFC. Nothing to play for here. They should rest the starters. Um, I don't think it's been announced. Maybe they let them go out there and play for a quarter or a half. You really don't need to, uh, especially when you're going into the playoffs. So I'm just, I'm not playing any of them. We got 15 games to choose from. I'm not going to get weird and try and, and find some cute Buffalo Bills wide receiver with the number two quarterback if that's what ends up happening. And then I'm also not going to be playing any Jets. It's going to be cold. It's going to be snowing. The Jets aren't good. Uh, I'm I'm not going there, and I respect the Bills' defense. However, it's the second string. Then they could get it going, sure. But when you start playing all these games about will they play the starters, won't they play the starters, are they gonna, are the Jets going to keep the starters in when Buffalo's second team's on, you're just digging a hole for yourself. Just mark it off and go to another game where you know what's going to happen. Let everyone else make the mistake. That's my opinion. Javi, what do you think? Um, yeah, no, I'm not on this game. Uh, I, uh, I agree with you. Uh, I think the only thing I'd like to add is I like the, the Jets defense, uh, a little bit more, mm-hmm. especially if it snows and they play the second strings. Um, again, you're, you're right. They haven't announced anything, but they have nothing to play for. Why risk injury? So, um, I think, uh, the Jets defense is, is definitely in play and they've actually stepped up the last few weeks. So, um, at 3,200, they're one of the best salary savers in my opinion. That's about it. Okay. All right. So let's go into the next game. You got Cleveland, Cincinnati, two teams that are not making the playoffs. You know, I'm looking for something sneaky here to attack the Bengals, you know, weak defense. And I think the the safest guy in this game is going to be Nick Chubb. Um, I don't really want to go elsewhere. I guess you can you can find a way to convince yourself to maybe get some of this passing game and maybe go with a Mayfield to Landry Stack or a Mayfield to Odell Stack. Um, but I'm not going to do it. I I know Annie Dalton and Tyler Boyd and everybody else on the Cincinnati team won a lot of people a lot of money last week. I don't think it continues this week. I think, you know, this, this is another void spot for me. I can maybe get on some, like I said, some Nick Chubb shares. But outside of Nick Chubb, I don't want anything to do with this game. I don't know if I'm missing something here or you guys like Dalton. But, you know, I, I can't have anybody from this game outside of Chubb. Yeah. You want to talk about anybody in this game, Javi? Yeah, I'm not on the quarterbacks. I just can't trust them, even though Andy Dalton did throw for a billion yards last week. But uh, I think the only the only person I really like is is Tyler Boyd again. Um, I mean, yeah, they've been running all over Cleveland defense, and Joe Mixon kind of disappointed a lot last week. But I'm not going to go to that. I, um, you know. To say I'm not going to have any of it, I'm, I'm lying to you. I'll have like a share or two of Joe Mixon. Um, but I, I do like Tyler Boyd more. I, I don't mind Jarvis Landry because of the target share. But that, that team's just in this, you know, they're, they're in disarray. They're, there's, they have nothing to play for. Uh, I, I kind of agree with you to, to avoid this game for the most part. Uh, I'm not on Chubb just because Hunt's there, even though, you know, Chubb's in a good matchup. Um, but my favorite play... Uh, is going to be Tyler Boyd and, and Joe Mixon. And it's not going to be much shares of those. What about you, DJ? Uh, yeah, I'm going to get off Mixon here. I liked him last week before the flu game. Seemed like a game they wanted to lose, even though they tied it up and got overtime. But they, he, Mixon was out there, and I don't know. He just he looked poor. And they, they let a couple other running backs get in, I think, and get a little taste. There's no reason to... I really run Mixon. I, I'm not going to play him. I do like Chubb, though, against uh, the Bengals. He's the NFL 
yard rushing leader. He's not going to get past McCaffrey. He's the next closest. He's about 100 yards back. But I think they just let Chubb go against uh, Cincinnati here. Uh, he, he's my favorite running back of the game. I'm not going to play Landry, I don't think, even though it's in a good matchup. He has made it clear that he also wants out of Cleveland. I'm not going to play Beckham. He's It's Beckham. He's not the same Beckham as last year. Baker does not look accurate. I would play Tyler Boyd because I play Tyler Boyd at home, and I love playing Tyler Boyd at home. So I can get on Boyd. I can get on Chubb. I'm going to get off Ross here, even though I called him the past couple weeks. He got 13 targets last week, but still only 12 points, which is kind of disappointing. Um, so those are the only two two guys that I like there, Boyd, Chubb, and I'm not going back to the quarterbacks, and I'm not playing either of these defenses either. So, Jay, do you have a guy or two from this game that you're looking at that we're not? No, I mentioned it, maybe some Chubb, but it's pretty much an avoid spot. And I'd probably have to make – like 10 lineups before I got onto this game at all. So um, the next guy I'm going to talk about, I know I'm not going to get an applause for this one. It's Tom Brady, man. I think Mm. if there ever was a week, especially on DraftKings, to play Tom Brady, this is probably the week. Um, He's super cheap. He has something to play for. You know, I saw um, Belichick say we're playing this next week as a playoff game because they can get a – you know, some extra seating, a buy, whatever the case may be. So he's going to play this game out. It's a one o'clock game. They won't know their real fate until the game's over. Um, they're their worst defense in the league. Every single quarterback's passed well against them. I think a stack of, you know, Brady to Edelman. They probably want to get some, you know, uh, Brady feeling better going into the next game, even though he doesn't need to feel good because he has so many rings. But, you know, I think Brady's in play here, man. I think. For every 10 lineups I'll make, I'll make a Edelman-Brady stack, at least one of them, just to be different um, in my bigger GPPs um, with, you know, larger field entries. And I think, you know, this is a time to maybe attack Fitzpatrick with a defense. I like a lot of cheaper defenses. I don't know if I'm going to get there to New England, but if I make a lineup and it's pretty much molded to its end and I have extra salary there and I can get up to New England defense, I think this would be a great spot for them. They're playing at home. They got something to play for. They're going to attack Fitzpatrick. Belichick is smarter than the Bengals. They're they're going to know how to shut him down here. And I think, you know, remember what the Patriots did early on in the season. They were scoring 20, 25 points. So I I don't mind a a Brady play here. I don't mind an Edelman play here or, you know, a Patriots defense play here. Um, They scored 37 defensive points against Miami in week two. That was without Fitzpatrick. But if they get half of that at 18, 19, I'll be down with that. Can you guys get behind a million maker only, you know, Brady play on DraftKings? I think the Brady play makes sense. I mean, yeah, the Patriots need to win. They're going against the Dolphins. Just put your foot on the gas and go and and beat them by halftime. You know, Uh, Dolphins do look bad. I remember a time when the Dolphins used to play the Patriots close, but that I don't think that's going to be here. Uh, One of the ways that Brady isn't going to hit value is if the Patriots' defense goes off, like like you're saying, and they probably do. Look, they're limiting the long pass. That's what Fitzpatrick tries to do a lot. I could see Fitzy just heaving it this game because this could be his last game as a starter. Miami's going to go another direction. Who knows if he'll be on the roster next season, if they'll start him. It, It actually sounds like something Miami might do, draft a guy with the second pick or whatever they have and then still play Fitzpatrick. 
Fitzpatrick. But Fitzpatrick's going to sling it here. I think he throws a couple interceptions. I can see one being returned. I think the Patriots' defense is a very good play. Um, I'm not interested in any of these Dolphins guys at all. And uh, Edelman, yeah, he should play. He's, I mean, look, Edelman still looks great. He doesn't ever get a lot of ownership, really. I know last week he only got five receptions, but it was for 72 yards. He was a little beat up, and they're trying to keep him healthy. Um, but I do like Edelman here some. Get him in the end zone once or twice. Pull him out of the game when they're up 21 points. Um, and, yeah, you can also look at, gosh, We've tried Sony Michelle a few times this season, and it's not working out, and he looks bad. But last week, he got it 21 times. The week before that, he got it 19. He still hasn't got in the end zone, but he's going against the Dolphins, and he's $6,500. Him or White, or here's the problem with the Patriots. Maybe they even give Burkhead some run. One of them should get in the end zone. The past two weeks, it's been Burkhead. I don't think he goes three in a row. I might get some Sony Michelle on those lines too, but that's a really risky play this week. Um, but the Patriots are going to roll here. Um, Javi, are you going to try any of these Patriots running backs? What, what's your way to attack the Dolphins no, here? No, not touching the Patriots running backs at all. It's just too risky. You don't know who's going to get the touchdown, who's going to get the work. I don't know. Um, they, they sort of have something to play for, not really. Edelman's been banged up. He's looked banged up. He's only seen, you know, he saw six targets last week and five targets the week before, and he just doesn't look right. I, I don't think it makes sense to push him out, even though, yeah, they have something to play for. I don't like the Brady play. I, I think Edelman's risky. Uh, the running backs, it's, you know, you never know who's going to get the ball. So, I don't know. I'm pretty much off this game. And then as for the Patriots' defense, yeah, they shut down Miami. Yeah, they're – Price the highest at 5000 on FanDuel, but Fitzpatrick hasn't thrown more than two interceptions in a game um, in the last, I mean, it's been four weeks now, but in his last eight starts, he's only thrown two inter- interceptions once. So um, I don't know. I, I think Fitzpatrick, you know, the Dolphins always play the Patriots uh, well at least one time a year. And I think <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins win. I'm not even kidding. Uh, oh, I mean, wouldn't crazy. be surprised if the Dolphins win. Yeah. yeah. So go put some money on it because the money line must be like. No. I mean, something. listen, I'm not betting on that. All right, I'm just saying I wouldn't. It's be 16 spread. Look at the last three years. The Dolphins have beat the Patriots one time in the last three years. So they split the season series. They play them well. It's a divisional game. Dolphins have nothing to play for. They can't even tank right. They're not even a top five pick anymore, I think. I could be <laughs> wrong, though. Um, I, I don't know. Fitzpatrick is, is a different man these last eight weeks. Um, they're 16-point they're underdogs. So, I mean, I could be blowing smoke up myself. But I, I don't know. I don't, I don't like this game at all, though, to be honest. And I don't like yeah. the Patriots' defense. I think it's a trap. So. Yeah, yeah, I think if there wasn't if there wasn't three or four cheap defenses that I really really liked, and it was a if, if it was like week fifteen or something like that, and there weren't backups playing and stuff like that, I think the Patriots defense would be more in line. But there's a couple really cheap defenses that I like, but at the same time, I don't see the Patriots losing here, and I wouldn't be surprised if if Fitzpatrick throws two touchdowns. I mean, through two interceptions as well. So. It is what it is. We'll see it. Not a game that I'm like heavily targeting, but I think Brady could be, you know, cute if you want to try a GPP play with him and like Edelman or something like that. Um, now we got Patrick Mahomes playing at home, something to play for. 
against uh, Phillip Rivers, who kind of did his all dirty last week in a good matchup versus Oakland. I'm staying away. He might go off this week. I think Casey's defense has been better as of late. Um, I think Mahomes to Hill or Mahomes to Kelsey um, is a solid play. I think Mahomes is your Lamar Jackson play of the week with Lamar out. He's your safer cash game play. He's got something to play for, weapons, and you, you for the most part, want to attack them through the air. So, you know, I guess you can you can think about some opposing guys on the Chargers, but they burned me last week, and I think this this KC defense is better what, better than what people give them credit for. So it's going to be Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey for me, and I'm probably going to stay away from the rest. Uh, Javi, what do you think about this game? Yeah, I like uh, I like KC defense just because the Chargers' offense looks awful, terrible. Um, no, I'm, I'm on nobody from the Chargers because of Philip Rivers, um, and the the wound is still too fresh. And then <laughs> I guess if I had to choose, uh, I mean, I again I like Mahomes as well, but uh, if I had to choose between Hill or Kelsey, I, I think I lean Kelsey this week against the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers don't defend the tight end as well. Um, so I think uh, I'm, I'm going to have a few stacks with Mahomes and Kelsey and not as much Hill. Um, what about you, DJ? Yeah, the, the Chargers are, are terrible. The wound is fresh, Javi. I, we tried it last week, and man, Phillip Rivers, this is it for him. This is this is his swan song. This guy's done. He looks bad. Um, good, very good career. Good for him, but it, it's over, pal. Um, Patrick Mahomes, yeah, KC should win this game. Patrick Mahomes, uh, you know, looked better last week against a defense. I didn't think he was going to uh, just dissect like he did at Chicago. He put up two touchdowns, 251 yards, rushed one in for 25 points. I don't think he's going to run one in this week, but he can throw two touchdowns and get close to 300 yards. So, I mean, he's he's a guy you can use for sure. Tyreek Hill, uh, he's just a freak. He can do anything. He can get two touchdowns in the snow. He can beat any coverage. He looks fantastic. I'm never going to recommend fade him in a game that they must win at home. And then Kelsey's your other big dog. You've got too many other secondary wide receivers for Kansas City to really put faith in one of them, in my opinion. I've been trying to do it sometimes. And, and when you pick Watkins, it's Hardman. You pick Hardman, it's Robinson. You pick Robinson, it's Byron Pringle. So I just I stay away from them. But I do agree that this Kansas City defense, they've made real improvements. They knew they were going in the playoffs, and Andy Reid knew that he had to make some changes, and they have gotten better. So the Kansas City Chiefs defense, I'm looking at them a lot. Um, we played them in the live uh, final in Puerto Rico, and they did their job. They've been doing their job for weeks. Um, so no chargers for me, the big three on Kansas City. And I also like the KC defense if you're not playing any of those uh, offensive players for Kansas City because you don't want to correlate like a wide receiver or a tight end with a defense. But, uh, Jay, do you do you have anyone else from this game? No, like I said, I, I think KC's defense is in play. I think there's, you know, slightly better defenses um, that are a little bit cheaper or a little bit more expensive that we'll get to. Um the KC side of things, as far as offense, I think the safest play might, like in cash games, is play Mahomes naked. I think I don't want to pay for Kelsey because I want to pay down for Higby. Uh, um, but, you know, in regards to Tyreek Hill, I think he's the easy option if you want to get there. With Julio, you know, maybe a little bit hobbled. Adams, potentially uh, not much to play for. You know, or they might be running the ball. You know, he, Hill is definitely in play. He can definitely be a slate breaker. I definitely will want some shares of Hill. Um, but let's go into a game that Javi's going to be watching really 
closely. Um, it's the Cowboys versus the Redskins. If they don't win this game, um, they don't deserve to be in the playoffs. They don't deserve to be in the playoffs regardless, but they're going to oh, play this game oh. like the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, they got to at least show up for one game. Amari Cooper let me down big time last week with Rivers. The rest of my lineup were full of studs, and then Cooper and Rivers and Keenan Allen just laid eggs in these late games and kind of burned me. But you can go back to Cooper for sure. Um, Gallup and Cobb have been more involved in the offense. I think if you're going to play this week, it's probably a Zeke week. He's probably the safer play of the bunch here. Um, Case Keenum's looking like he's starting for Haskins now. So maybe you can target a McLaurin. But, you know, Cowboys in a must-win spot. They won't know. Um, they'll be playing this game at the same time the Eagles playing their game. So they got to win. The Eagles got to lose. Um, the Eagles got a tougher matchup in the Giants. So it's possible that the Cowboys squeak in and Jason Garrett saves his job because he made the playoffs. But um, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> he does out, man. Talk about my Cowboys, brother. Like yeah, no more of that. Um, yeah, the only, the only play I like is Zeke. He's probably my top running back of the slate. Um, yeah, I, I was talking about McCaffrey and whatnot, but um, you know, I'm gonna try to pair Zeke and McCaffrey. It's gonna be tough because they're both pretty expensive, but uh, Zeke's in the best spot. I think this is a Zeke week. Dak does not look good. Again, he's not practicing this week. They say he's gonna play. He, there, there's something definitely wrong with him. I think I, I believe it's the shoulder, but whatever it is, he didn't look good last week. He missed a lot of easy throws. Um, I, I think if he's still not 100%. So yeah, even though they have to win this game, I'm not targeting this game as, as heavily for the Cowboys side. Uh, I'm not on the Redskins side either. Uh, the only play I like, though, is is Zeke. What about you, DJ? Yeah, Zeke's in a great spot. Uh, something's wrong with Dak. It's going to have to be Zeke. Um, like him a lot. Uh, you, you described him perfectly. And then I would love to play Amari Cooper, but I can't trust Dak right now. So I guess I'm not going to be able to play Amari Cooper. And then uh, over at tight end, too, I had some interest in Jason Witten, but same thing with Dak. It, it's a good matchup for him, and it could be his, you know, his swan song in Dallas here, but um, I, I can't recommend him either just because of Dak. And then over on the Redskins side, someone has to catch the ball right. Terry McLaurin's probably not going to play. He didn't practice today. He's uh, in concussion protocol. Steve Sims went off last week. I cannot recommend Steve Sims to you, but I will point out that he had six receptions and two touchdowns last week and a touchdown the week before that. He's been targeted 21 times the past two weeks. It looks like, uh, I mean, he should get a ton of targets again. It's just, is he going to get in the end zone again at 6,000? It's even a little too much for him. Um, but if you're playing anyone, that I, and I don't recommend it on the Redskins, it'd be Steve Sims. But um, it, it's it's all Zeke from this game. Any Anyone else, Jay? No, I just, I'm just going to put it out there that I think Washington has a better chance of beating Dallas than Miami does in New England. Wow. Just, put it, well, yeah. just putting it out there so Abby can you know stir on that a little bit. Um, but we'll see what hey, happens. What the I mean, Dallas defense? Eh. Let's move on. Okay. I think they're in play. You know, the 3600. I prefer Green Bay at the same price. Uh, actually, on, on DraftKings at the same price, I believe, or very close to it. But I'm going to play a lot of this Pittsburgh defense. You know, on, on Fanduel, they're they're 3500. So I kind of like them over Dallas. Dallas has been okay, but not great. And the Steelers have been more on the on the great side of things. And they're going against RG3. But we'll get there in a second. 
Um, Oakland versus Denver. That's a stay away spot for me. The only thing that I can say about this game is maybe get some Sutton. I think Sutton's in a good spot here. Mm-hmm. We thought, you know, Keenan Allen was in a great spot, a smash spot. But it he didn't was. pan out last week. Sutton's in that same spot here. And he's been a little bit inconsistent, though, but he has showed some upsides. But he's been bad the last three games. He's still got a rookie quarterback throwing the ball. So I wouldn't go, you know, Sutton in my main lineup. But I wouldn't mind having some shares of him and some GPPs. And Phil Lindsay, potentially, you know, he makes some sense, but he's kind of in a timeshare right now, so he can get vultured, and that's the worst thing to happen. So I'd rather play a guy who's straight up going to be, you know, getting the bulk load of the carries. Um, I don't think this is a DeAndre Washington spot. I had him last week, but Denver's defense is playing at home. They're a solid defense, so I'm going to stay away from that. So it's pretty much Sutton or nothing for me here. And if you want to play some Broncos, you can play them, but I think there's cheaper spots again, and I want that value for my my running backs and wide receivers, and I'll take a chance at some of these cheaper defenses. So, DJ, anything you like here, Sutton or anybody? Yeah, favorite player from the game is Sutton. He's gotten 20 targets the past two weeks. He's catching half of them. Um, that's going to have to be good enough if you're picking someone against the Raiders. Look, we were on Keenan Allen last week, but and it was a great spot. It's a great spot for every wide receiver, but, I mean, uh, Rivers is like shot-putting the football. I don't get it. He looks bad. So, maybe <laughs> it's, it, I don't know what's going on with this guy, but, look, Sutton, Sutton probably has the better quarterback at this point, so I, I, I would play Sutton, uh, no problem there. And uh, I'm not on any of these Oakland guys. I mean, they're just terrible, too. They need, like, a parlay of stuff to happen. They're actually not dead in the playoffs, but there's no way all this stuff falls into place and, and they get in here in Week 17. So it's another game that I'm kind of scratching off. Uh, the Broncos' defense, it's at home. They play better at home, but I don't expect them to put up double digits, so it's not someone I want to play at 4,600. And I think they'll be a little more popular than they should be. So, uh, Javi, what, what's your take on this? You got anyone else? Uh, son, son's the only play. I think uh, I might have a share of Drew Locke, but it's a low implied total. I mean, it's only 41 overall, and that kind of worries me a little bit to see it that low. So I think uh, – I might have one share of Drew Locke with Sutton, but yeah, you hit the you hit the nail on the head. I'm just on Sutton as well. Yeah, for a large slate here, there's a lot of games they can kind of cross off, and I think that's one you cross off. Um, in this next game, before I talk about it, DJ, give us a breakdown of Tennessee and Houston, because I think there's a lot of things going on here. Um, what are we looking at here as far as playoff imp- implications? Yeah, so the Titans need to win to get into the playoffs. Uh the Titans are currently number six seed based on the strength of victory, which beats the Steelers' strength of victory. If Tennessee wins on Sunday against the Texans, the Titans would clinch the number six seed. If the Titans lose and the Steelers lose, the Titans would still be in, unless the Raiders and Colts win, in which case the Ra- it's not going to happen. Um, so, again, I'm reading these from uh, CBSSports.com. Just want to give them their credit because I am just reading what they wrote. Um, but on the at this game... Tennessee did not play Derrick Henry last week because they wanted to save him for this game. He could have gone last week, but they just pulled him because they wanted to save him for the Houston game. Houston's 25th in fantasy points against the running back. Derrick Henry has looked phenomenal except for the last game. I think it was at the live qualifier in Puerto Rico. He he kind of crapped the bed. 
Craft the bed on hot craft Harvey's bed. But I think uh Derrick Henry, I, I like Derrick Henry a ton this week, guys. They saved him, like I said. He he looks great. He's one of the highest priced guys because he's been crushing for like two months. He's my favorite play on the Tennessee side, no doubt about it. But you can also beat tennis uh, uh you can also beat Houston on the other side through the air. Um, so Ryan Tannehill actually makes some sense. He's looked good. I mean, and they're his price is creeping up. He's 7,900 on FanDuel now. That's a little high for the name Ryan Tannehill. But if you go back and look at what he's been doing, he's getting over 20 points almost every week he's been starting. Um, and that'll be okay at 7,900. You can pair him up with AJ Brown. He's been his main man over there. Uh, the past three weeks, he has three touchdowns, two in one game. Over 14 points, 14 with his lowest points, and that was last week, 14, 21, 31. So he's a guy you can go back to, too. And those are my three guys that I like over on Tennessee. As far as Houston goes, uh, Houston, 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 I'm pulling them up. Do they have – I'm uncertain if they can still do anything with, with seeding here. Javi, do you know? Yeah, so if, if the Chiefs lose, and then the Texans are playing for the third seed. Um, so if they win, if the Texans win, they get the third seed. If the Chiefs win, the Texans are stuck at the fourth seed no matter what. So really, uh, the one o'clock game could mean a lot. Mm-hmm. So who do you like on uh, Houston side? I, I don't like anyone from Houston because I think, you know, I don't think the Chiefs are going to lose. So I think they're just not going to play any of their starters. And, you know, Will Fuller's already ruled out. Uh, Hopkins is banged up. Uh, Watson looks like crap. I think he needs to... to to kind of rest up a little bit as well. Um, so I, I don't like anyone from the Houston side. I, I like Tennessee's defense, and I like them even more if um, you know if the Chiefs win and they play their backups. So I, I'll like them even more, especially with the win-or-go-home game. And then I like Tannehill with A.J. Brown. Just, uh, you know, I said it before we, we started the podcast. My, my favorite game, uh, it pains me to say it, is, is the Eagles and Giants, both mm. teams, and then the Titans. So... Uh, the Titans are going to be a, a top stack for me. So you make a, a good point that I want to expand on a little bit. So if Kansas City wins this early game, do you think that Tennessee might not even play their starters, or they still need to win? No, they're, right? they're done. No, they already qu- they won the division, um, so they're either a three or four seed. They can't move any higher than that. So You're talking about the Texans, right? Not correct. Tennessee. Right. Sorry, yeah. Texans, yeah. Um, so the Texans already – won the division they're set they can only get the third seed and if they want to play their starters for the third seed if the chiefs lose they do that i'm still not on that team at all um but if the chiefs win there's no point there's no, they have nothing to play for except for the you know they're locked in the fourth seed okay so i'm seeing i'm seeing if tennessee wins on sunday against the texans titans will clinch number six right if the titans lose and the steelers lose the titans would still be in so they're still in regardless but you're saying if the chiefs win that then they cannot move one way or the other the titans the are texans locked. cannot move the yes. texans the texans, texans. Yeah. okay texans. okay yeah. all right the titans the titans have either the sixth seed or they're out that's it okay the yep. titans so they- have to win this game the other narrative that i kind of checked on earlier when i wrote my article was aj brown's like 75 yards away from a thousand yards so you know i think they got to win this game. So they're not going to force him the ball. But I think late in the game, if they're winning a game, maybe they try to get him his 75 yards. So I think, you know, he's been good anyways. Um, he's the right person to stack with Tannehill. And I think he's got a little bit of extra narrative to get over 1,000 yards. be a big accomplishment for him there. 
He's gone over 100 yards in three of the last five games. He's gone over 20 FanDuel points in three of the past five games. So he's a guy that I'm stacking Tannehill with. I will have a Tannehill to A.J. Brown stack. And in games that I don't stack A.J. And Tannehill, Henry's in play. Um, he's kind of a wild card. Nobody's been really talking to him much. He's not so high up on these projections that I see. You know, he's probably in that second tier, but he's priced above Zeke. He's priced above Kamara. He's priced above Fournette. Um, Barkley and McCaffrey, the only two priced above him, you know, on FanDuel, at least, or on DraftKings. Um, so I think he's going to be kind of forgotten here um, mm. because of his price, you know. So in that case, I think he's a little bit, you know, uh, more of a GPP play than a cash game play. And I, I personally still like Barkley over him. And Zeke is interesting if they come out and they, they're scoring some points here, Wait, too. So. You like um, interesting game here. You know, I think I'm only going to want the Tennessee side. I'm not going to go with Tennessee's defense, but I'll play the Tennessee side of things. Now, um, I've been kind of hinting at this play, you know, all podcast long. It's Tyler Higby versus Arizona. These guys, this guy's numbers the last four weeks are just off the charts, you know, great. Um, he's got 400-yard games in a row. Um, on DraftKings, I think he's got like 24, 25, 26 points in all these games he lit up arizona for seven receptions 107 yards and a touchdown he's gonna dominate again um he's 6900 on Fanduel. he's a little bit um cheaper i believe on DraftKings. he's 5600 i got him as a top tight end play when you consider price and value and you know raw projections i think he's in a smash spot He's been a prime target. He's kind of taken over the Cooper Cup role of last year, of just getting peppered with targets here. So I'm going to be all over Higby. I'm going to play him without – I'm not a big Goff fan, but I think Higby is the number one play of this game, number one tight end of the slate. And outside of that, I'll be off this game for the most part. But now, DJ, do the Rams have anything to play for here? Defensively, they make some sense. Brett Hudley's playing. Um, but what's the playoff implications here? Is there anything to look at? Yeah, I mean, they they are out of the playoffs, right, Javi? Exactly. I mean, it's, it's yeah. over. Rams yeah. are done. And uh, one thing I want to read before you go, DJ, is that McVeigh came out three days ago, and then two days ago he said something else. He says uh, he's going to be smart about the players he plays because they asked him if he's resting anyone. Um, and he said he doesn't want to force guys to play that are in the position that, to, that they're able to do that. So take whatever that means. Um, he said two days ago that he he's probably going to rest some starters and who knows what's going to happen in this late game. So I honestly, yeah. I don't know. I think golf might even not play that much. I know Gurley's not play. If yeah, that's I'm, I'm, if I'm going to hear that coach talk, it's probably the, the candidates would be Gurley and Brandon cooks who gets a concussion like every other day. Uh, <laughs> so those are probably the two guys that would be out. Probably not make me want to play guys defensively like i wouldn't want any rams defense now knowing that um i think higby's still safe but i guess we gotta look more into it what do you guys feel about higby does that lower your expectation on higby yeah i mean after reading that and seeing what he's been saying and him all being all murky about this i i don't know i mean golf has looked like crap i, I wouldn't be surprised if he's like hey let's try a backup even though they're probably not mm-hmm. getting much better. So I'm just I'm just avoiding this. I mean, there's not even a total out for this game yet, I think, from what I'm seeing as well. So 
I'm avoiding this game. Okay, yeah, Javi said he's avoiding it. We kind of lost you there at the end, oh. but um yeah i mean it, they don't have anything to play for coach speak tyler higby he gets worse when Goff goes out which is a weird thing to hear i think at the tight end position gerald everett would be the most likely candidate to sit out before higby but that doesn't mean that higby can't sit out some too after playing a half or three quarters or whatever it is they decide to do but jay's absolutely right you target the you know arizona defense but man it's hard when you're having your coach say he's going to pull some of their starters and he's been their star like the past three weeks Todd Gurley definitely don't play Todd Gurley but hope other people don't realize what's going on and they want to target Arizona because that's dead money and then yeah I'm probably just getting off it too I mean one of these guys you know could score but you know we, we just don't know what to expect with the starters I'm kind of beating a dead horse here and then over on Arizona they clearly don't have anything to play for Kyler Murray's got this hamstring thing that's popped up um, I'm not positive that he's going to play. He's uh, was limited in practice, but why would you trot him out there if you don't have anything to play for? Larry Fitzgerald, it's probably his last game playing as a pro. I'm 99% sure it is. He'll probably announce it after the fact. Um, but, man, he burned me in Puerto Rico, and I don't think I want to go back to him. He got a touchdown last week. They might try and get him another one, but he's not getting two, so I can't go there. Um, so it's kind of a, a mark-off game for me just because of the uncertainties of not having anything to play for. So I'm ready to move on. All right, so on to the next game. We got Avi's favorite game here. He's probably going to be playing the Giants defense, Saquon Barkley. And everybody against Philadelphia because he wants the Cowboys to win. But Carson Wentz has been looking good. I think Barkley is the best running back of the slate. I've been saying the last two weeks I'm going to triple down on my bet here and go Barkley again. Hopefully I'm going to play him and listen to myself this week. Um, but Barkley's in play. I'm not going to be playing anybody else on the Giants as Barkley or Bust for me. And then on the Eagles, um, Miles Sanders is in a good spot. Carson Wentz is in a good spot. Um, Zach Ertz is in a good spot. If he's dealing with some kind of injury to his ribs, if he's out, then it's Dallas Goddard. So, you know, keep an eye on that. But, Avi, tell us why you like this game so much. Yeah, I, I'm going to start off with this. My least favorite play is Saquon. Uh, the Eagles' <laughs> run defense has been a top-five run defense uh, the past five weeks. They, they've been up there with the Saints and the Bucks, uh, And it, it's they shut down Zeke last week. They've shut down – the other running backs the weeks before, but um, Saquon, I, I think, yeah, he's gone off the last week, but again, I'm, I'll let, if you, I, I'm, by the end of this podcast, I'm going to talk you off of Saquon. I know you like him a lot. I know you believe in him this week, uh, but he's, he's a bad play and he's priced up. I, I, I think uh, there's other ways to go in a 15 game slate and the Eagles run defense is, is very good. Um, and it's been good. And, and, and I think, the way to attack this is the receivers for the Giants. Uh, the problem is there's there's a lot of mouths to feed there. I think uh, Slayton might be out. He, he got hurt last week, too, and he didn't play as many snaps. So I think Shepard and Tate are in play. But mm-hmm. the Eagles are playing for a playoff spot. So mm-hmm. I my favorite quarterback is Wentz, hands down. And then it's just a matter of whether Ertz plays with the rib injury or not. So it pains me to say, yeah, it might be Wentz and, and Goddard as the top mm-hmm. play. But I think my favorite play is going to probably be Wentz and, and Greg Ward right now. Ward is seeing targets. Uh, there's nobody left on the team um, from a receiver standpoint. The Giants, uh, you know, they don't want the Eagles to make the playoffs. They don't want the Cowboys to make it either, but they don't want the Eagles. To. So I think 
you know, Daniel Jones is going to do his best and the Giants are going to do their best to beat the Eagles. And it's going to, it's not going to be on the ground. It's going to be through the air. So that's why it's my favorite game. I like both passing games. Um, I, I do like Miles Sanders. Um, cause it sounds, I mean, I think Jordan Howard was clear for contact and he could play, mm-hmm. um, but if he's out, I'm locking in Miles Sanders as my top running uh, as one of my top running backs. Um, but I, I mean, I'm locking in Wentz and Daniel Jones with the receivers. It's, it's, uh, do you have anything different, DJ? I went on a rant. Sorry. No, that, that's good. I, I think you broke that down really well. I do like Miles Sanders here too. Uh, Jordan Howard, he's he's questionable, but he's been questionable for weeks. That doesn't mean he's going to play. He's probably out if it's anything like it's been the last month. Greg Ward, yep. There's no one else left to throw to. And then if Zach Ertz is out, I mean, you got to play Dallas Goddard. We know Dallas Goddard. You know, Javi and, and Dallas Goddard don't get along. Goddard costs Javi a lot of money, but if, I mean, he's there. You got to, and it hurts us out. You're going to have to throw to him. So I like, uh, I like those three guys. And then Carson Wentz too. I'm going to have to agree with, uh, with the Barkley call, Javi's Barkley call. I don't like it either. Just because, I mean, he's been going nuts and I haven't been playing him when he's been going nuts and he's been in excellent matchups and it was dumb not to play him then, but I'm not going to play him against Philly uh, here. And if he beats me again, then he beats me three times in a row, but he's expensive now. And, and the Giants don't have anything to play for. So, um, yeah, I agree. It's a good game to target more on the Philly side. I don't think I want any of these Giants guys. Uh, if I had to pick one, it's probably Golden Tate. Um, but I don't think I'm going to land there. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be it for me for this game. I'm, I just like the Eagles side. Just one other factor. I'm, it's too early. It's Thursday, you know, Thursday night at, at 11 o'clock. But um, looks like there might be some weather conditions here, too. So, if it's raining or snowing, you know, we got to check the report. We do a live stream every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. David mans it up with Nick. Um, Avi kind of pops in every couple of weeks. So I'm not sure who's going to be on schedule this weekend. I'm but there. check out our live stream. It's going to be on YouTube. It'll be on our main page, on our homepage on winddailysports.com. So you got to stay up to date. There's a lot of injuries this week. There's a lot of teams not playing for much. There's going to be a lot of news that drops from Thursday till Sunday morning. So make sure you check out the live stream. This is a look ahead podcast. We're a couple of days ahead of game time and there's so much going into play in week 17. The narrative is a coach talk. We, we have a picture of what we think is going to happen, but a lot of things will change. Like even talking to Avi right now, you know, he's tempering my expectations on Barkley, but you know, you don't know what weather can do to things. We don't know what injuries can do to Zach Ertz or Carson Wentz. Um, and if this weather kicks up right now, I'm looking at like 50, 60% chance of rain or potentially snow, that's going to change things too. If there's wind that comes in New York, which is technically New Jersey, it can be even worse. So we got to watch out for these kind of things. And that's where, you know, we really try to make a difference in our discord chat. And, you know, on these live streams, we can kind of check these less late breaking news and, you know, these, these gut feels and the change of opinions a lot of times we're on the right side of things, you know, after we get a little bit more time to dissect everything. So, you know, just keep an eye out. Make sure you stay with us, you know, throughout the weekend and get the most informed plays. But, you know, Greg Ward makes sense. If, if Slayton's out, you know, I like to take call or a shepherd call because you want to attack Philly through the air. Um, Avi's right on that. So I, I can agree to that. Um, the next game is going to be an interesting, interesting game as well. I look like it's going to be a battle of backup quarterbacks against good defenses against you know one team that needs to get in and win 
and you know another team that's playing for nothing in the Ravens. So you got Steelers Ravens. I've been hinting at the Steelers defense the entire uh, show. Thirty five hundred dollars on FanDuel. I believe they're the top defense when you you, you factor in price on DraftKings. They're three thousand. Again, I think between them and Green Bay, um, top defenses on DraftKings. You know, you want to get your value out of your defense because a lot of variance there. So I'll take a chance on both these defenses. Offensively, I want nothing to do with this game, you know, whatsoever. You won't be able to convince me in any of these plays um, in on either side. Um, I know I was going to maybe talk about RG3, but, you know, Avi, I'm going to remind you, we've been playing these Steelers defense all year long, and I think, you know, it's a smart play um, this week as well. So if you want to talk up some RG3, Avi, you got the mic. Go for it, bud. Uh, no, I, I'm not gonna, I don't want to talk about RG3. Um, <laughs> there's just, there's just, it's 15 games late. I mean, yeah, he's priced down and whatnot, but Steelers defense is top, is one of the top defenses in the league. They, they burned us last week, though, when the, with the Jets pretty much beating them up, but uh, I don't know. I, I pretty much want to fade this game. The only thing I will target is both defenses. I, I even do like the Ravens defense going against Duck Hodges because he's terrible. So, I mean, I mean, that's that's about it. I mean, I'm not really on anything else. What about you, DJ? Yeah, I'm I'm not really on much of it either. I mean, Ravens are sitting. I like the Pittsburgh defense. I, I don't think Pittsburgh defense is bad at all. I mean, they're 3,500 on FanDuel, and the Ravens starters are out, and, and they've been looking good. And this is a rivalry game, so I agree with Jay's call on the uh, on the Steelers defense here. Um, I'm not really DJ, on What are the Steelers playing for? If they win, are they in? Uh, I'm pulling. I saw something. No, so the Titans need to lose, and the Steelers need to win, and then they're in. But if the Titans win, it doesn't matter what happens. So if the Titans win, the Steelers are out 100%, Correct. right? Correct, yeah. Yeah, but they're but playing they're at the same time, so they're not going to know. So they're playing right. this game like it's a playoff game. Yeah. They got to win. So, um, you know, the defense is there, man. So last game in a slate now, you got Indy, Jacksonville. Um, I was kind of upset last week. I had Marlon Mack, who got vultured for about three touchdowns, one by percent. Um, one by Wilkins and whoever else got the other one. If maybe he got one, but um, the Colts defense was, you know, the smash play against Will Greer. They got two punt returns for a touchdown, interception, sacks. Um, they scored more than I think any of my offensive players. Definitely scored more than Philip Rivers. Um, and I think they're in play again. You know, Minshew has been bad as of late. Um, Jacksonville's kind of mailed it in. I think the only play here is going to be the Colts defense. Um, you know, some people have been talking about Fournette, I've heard. Um, I think Brissett, decent value, but nobody really I'm targeting um, outside of maybe some Indianapolis defense. Javi, you got plays in this game, or is this one of the games we're just kind of crossing off? Uh, it's another game I'm going to cross off. Uh, I think the only play I, I do like is Fournette, but, I mean, he's... Indianapolis, they they're like middle of the pack in, in run defense. They'll they'll either shut you down totally or they'll allow three touchdowns. So, I mean, it's it's risky. Uh, I think I'm just gonna fade this game as a whole as well, and maybe one share of Fournette here and there. What about you, DJ? Yeah, I, I haven't played Fournette really all season. I don't think I'm. I don't want to play him here. It makes sense though. I'll have him on my on my like top seven running backs probably on the slate, but he's going to be seven. And then I'm looking over him, DJ. If you look at like just going to chime in, he he faced him in a in a meaningful game, 
He ran for 23 yards on eight touches. He got some passes, yes. He, he caught seven passes, but he finished with nine point two FanDuel points. So, yeah, I don't um, love it. Colts defense is middle of the pack. I don't really think you have to do it, man. Yeah, I, I'm definitely not on my main team. I'm just, I mean, he's like in the, like I said, he's probably like my seventh ranked running back just because you know he's going to, I mean, he's going to get like 12 or 14 fantasy points, something like that. I, and it's not good enough at his price for me. Um, he's not going to be on my main. That's that's what I'm trying to get to. And if the Colts let their starters play out, I know they're not, don't have anything to play for here. Do you think, do we think they're going to pull the starters or we think we let, they let them play it out? Javi, what do you think? Uh, I don't know, man. That's why, yeah. that's another reason I want to avoid this game as a whole. Yeah. And the only reason I like Fournette, I don't like defenses. I don't like anybody else. It's, it's just, you, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. It's risky. If you want to get risky in a huge, like, Millie Maker tournament, I'm not going to – I think you can play Marlon Mack. I, I can't get off of it. Look, he went against Carolina. It was a great match last week. He got on the end zone once, but he got vultured, I think, twice by different guys. So the matchup's right. He just got vultured. This matchup's right, too, against Jacksonville. If they let him get full run, I think he can pay off his 73 uh hundred dollar price tag and i'm gonna stick to it and then there's no one else I, i'm really interested in this game um not even really the defenses indy's too expensive and i don't know jacksonville's just too bad so is that our last game do we have more to do jay no that's it man that's pretty much the entire slate broken down i'm not gonna um go any harder on the slate but i really think that the the thing to do is to stay with us you know it's thursday night you got to stay with us. You got to listen, check out the site. Um, David, Javi, me, and Nick are going to be, you know, adding our cheat sheets to the website, windailysports.com. You got to check those things out. That's when we're going to be updating, you know, throughout the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday morning, we got the live stream. The live stream is the last show before the slate breaks. Um, and then from there, we're in Discord. And on Discord, um, basically you have 24 7 365 access to us ask us any questions that you want and we also have a promo code right now to get you into discord to get you a gold membership uh, promo code holiday gets you 50 percent off any membership right now so if you're listening to the show you've been listening to us on Sirius radio every saturday night at 11 o'clock and you haven't jumped into our discord chat or took advantage of our projection models and our cheat sheets in our articles from our dfs pros that are under the gold membership it's the best time to do so like right now i did the math our regular yearly membership is 200 bucks if you use the promo code and sign up for a year kind of like 26 cents a day i spend about ten dollars on breakfast a day so um it's a lot cheaper than eating uh, and it'll save you a bunch of money and every other week somebody's winning six thousand dollars ten thousand dollars $10,000 again, $100,000. And these are guys that are just in our channels, um, you know, starting off risking $500 or $10 or $20. And they're making money and they're making good money and they paid for their membership. So, you know, stay in tune. Do you guys feel like you want to build a quick FanDuel lineup or a DraftKings lineup or uh, you want to go eat your dinner right now? Uh, we can do it real quick. Which one? You pick the site, man. Let's do FanDuel. Okay, so FanDuel, pick your quarterback. What do you like? Uh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. All right, DJ, go for it. You get the next pick. Who do you want? Derrick Henry. Ooh, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry. 
All right, so I'm going to go right now that leaves us with around 6,200. I'm going to take the easy route here, and I'm going to go get us the Steelers' defense. Um, I think they're the, the prime target at 3,500. So now back to you, Avi. You got 6,600 on average. Uh, well, I'm going to stack up Wentz with Greg Ward. So give me Greg Ward. Yeah, that's good. Okay, DJ, he's freed up some more salary for you. Um, who do you want to pay up for on the site, you think? Let's see. I'm looking at it right now. I'm plugging these guys in. I'm trying to see who we can fit here. I mean, of course you want to get, you know, Michael Thomas if you can. Saints need to win. You know what? Let's do a – let's save 800 bucks and get a Devontae Adams. Whoa. I know you like – I know you like Jones. Jones is a good play too. But Devontae Adams is, I mean, a great play as well. I, I like Devontae Adams a lot. Um but he's not. Eh, he's not Michael Thomas. Is Michael Thomas worth the extra eight hundred dollars, guys? Well, I, I, I mean, I like Zeke and Aaron Jones together, like in this lineup. So I think Devontae Adams is our best bet. But then we have two Packers. I don't know. Your call. Let's do. Let's go. Gosh, then you've got the the New Orleans guys too. I'm just gonna stick with what I said at first because you get the savings and Adams is going against Detroit. So let's put Devonte Adams in. All right. If you want to go Adams, do you guys want to go Kamara or do you do you want to stay stay off Kamara here? Zeke. I say Zeke. 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 Uh, too bad it's not your guys' pick though. So let me see what we got here. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Uh, running back, running back. We can't really go Sanders here. There's nobody really cheap that I like that pops up right now. I'm going to, you know, put it out there and just say it. I think by the end of the week, there's going to be one of these starters that are going to be out um, for one of these teams that are going to, you know, kind of free up a running back spot here. If it's Gurley, you know, you got, you know, Henderson. There's going to be somebody here that kind of pops up late in the week. Um, I don't like Fournette. I don't really like Washington. For me, it's either Kamara or Zeke. Since you guys want to go with Zeke, uh, let's go Zeke here. I'd probably go Aaron Jones over Zeke personally and go to Michael Thomas, but let's go with Zeke here and see. We got to go for value now. So Go Aaron Jones and Michael Thomas, Jay. No, no, no. It's already locked in, man. The lineup's locked in. Um, we can't change it now. So it's you know that's about now. the same price too, though. That's a good pivot. But um, if you want to do that on your lineup at home, it's it's a hundred dollar difference. Yeah. So let's finish it off though. Um, you got a wide receiver spot, tight end spot, or a flex here, Javi. Who do you like? Uh, wide receiver, tight end, or flex? You said. Yes, sir. Right how, much, how much salary we got? We have fifty seven hundred, so you gotta go cheap. Oh man, no pressure, huh? Um, you can go Tyler Higby. You can go to cheap tight end if you want. I know you like him, but I'm uh, I'm avoiding the Rams. And go with your boy OJ Howard at tight end. Yeah, let's go OJ. Ugh. OJ Howard. Gross. What's that DJ? Uh, so gross, but I mean, I, yeah, he's he's looked better lately. I just uh, he just I have such a bad taste in my mouth from him. Yeah. And I, I'm a big OJ Howard fan. I, he's a he's a Bama guy. We're both Bama guys, but man, he just looks bad. He's not terrible, man. He's been getting he six is. to six to ten points on Fanduel. He's getting target. This should be an up pace game. Atlanta's pretty bad against the tight end. So if you're not going to go Higby, 
I think he's a, a decent pivot. Um, if, if, if somehow Godwin plays, I'm going to lower uh, my projection on Howard. But if Godwin's out, it makes some sense. Let's God, keep on building. Who cares? Um, all these <laughs> sites are, are sharing lineups anyway, so we might as well share this lineup for the rest of the crew here. So who else do you like here, wide receiver, uh, DJ? I was messing around with this lineup. Let me plug in the guy. So we're going to need to do, since we've got Someone Zeke. Someone really cheap, yeah, because he went Zeke, Henry, and Gage. Adam. Gage. Russell Gage. Russell Gage. I was going to say, you want Gage or your boy Steven Sims? Which one do you prefer? I prefer Gage. Homer. Yeah, it's a homer pick. Go Gage. We have 6,500 in a flex. And then let me see who we want for 6,500. Let's check it out here. Get DeAndre Washington, which I don't really like. No Mike Boone for me. Josh Jacobs might play, so. What about, what's you guys take on Damian Williams? 6,400 against the Chargers. You get some action in that KC game, if they go up big, how do you like Damian Williams? We didn't really talk about him much. I mean, I'm not a fan of him. Uh, uh, they, they've got a couple guys they can give it to there, and I don't know if McCoy's back or not. Another guy we haven't talked about, I'll just throw it out there, you know, while we're kind of tinkering around, Justice Hill. Mark Ingram's going to be out. It's going to be Hill and probably Gus. some Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards, yeah. Um, Justice Hill, any any love there? Maybe on DraftKings for some PPR, or are you staying no. away from both those guys? No, man. Throw throw Dallas Goddard in there. We've got the got the salary for it, and you've got the quarterback Wentz too. So that's a guy you can do. I'm kind of picking on Javi at the same time though. You got wow. Gallup, Goddard. Wow. Um, I kind of like. How much was Tate? He kind of makes some sense if you want to run it back with a. He's a uh, 59. Player. 59. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he can maybe make some. Um, let's leave it at that. Goddard makes sense. Shepard makes sense. 6,200. Um, we'll leave the last spot open, man, because we're going to be playing around. It's not a final lineup, but if Ertz is out, it's an easy pivot to um, you know Goddard there. That makes a lot of sense, but it's a lot of different ways you can build this lineup, but. We pretty much covered it as much as we can on a Thursday night. Um, we've been talking for a while, but guys, hit us up, Daily DFS on Twitter. Hit up Tenacious D. Jones on Twitter. Check out Avi Sexy 6 on the site. Um, our cheat sheets are going to be on WinDailySports.com. Avi's handle is what on Twitter? At Javi underscore Perlezzo. All right, so that's how you find him, but... We're all in Discord. We're all talking lineups. We're all sweating NBA lineups. We're going to be covering NBA, NHL. Um, our NHL guys have been crushing it too, man. These guys, you know, if we were smart, we'd be investing with them because they're doubling up pretty much every night. So make sure you check out WindailySports.com. Um, we're going to be trying to cash these big tournaments this weekend. So stay in touch. You can hear us all on Saturday at 11 o'clock Eastern on Sirius XM 87, Channel 210. And we're pretty much out of here. Any last pieces you guys want to drop before we're out? Yeah, don't play Saquon. Don't play Saquon. All right, Patriots I think beat the Dolphins. Patriots definitely beat the Dolphins. And the Cowboys don't make the playoffs. We'll <laughs> leave it at that. And we are out of here.